Aloha! You are listening to Inside the Desert Oasis Room, episode number 190. This episode is sponsored by the Tiki Bar T-Shirt Club, where their monthly t-shirt designs pay tribute to a Polynesian bar or restaurant from days long past. Each design is available for a limited time and will never be produced again. For the collectors out there, be sure to check out their subscription program. For more information and to check out this month's shirt, visit tikibartshirtclub.com. This podcast is brought to you in part by the Tiki Tea, a family-owned and operated tropical drink bar in Los Angeles, California. Come get their house specialty, The Ray's Mistake, for only $6 on Wednesdays until 9 p.m. For more information, check out their website, tiki-ti.com. If you have a product, service, or event that you'd like to bring attention to, we can help. This podcast reaches thousands of listeners in over 100 countries every week. Imagine hearing your ad in this spot, just like you're hearing this one right now. Sponsor an episode and get the exposure you deserve. For more information, go to DesertOasisRoom.com and click on Services. On this episode, we record live from Arizona Tiki Oasis. Join us from the Hotel Valley Ho in Scottsdale, Arizona, from the Tiki AZ booth at Tiki Oasis. On this episode, we chat with our friends Ross the Tiki Boss Aliotti, Tom Big Toe Laura, the one and only Fabio, and from the island of Maui, the talented mug makers Scott Tiki Pop Taylor and Rob Tiki Rob Haas. As always, I hope you enjoy this episode as much as we did bringing it to you. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider helping us with your support during this challenging time. Stop by DesertOasisRoom.com to check out our merch or leave us a tip. We've got pendants, t-shirts, glassware, and more. And every purchase or donation, no matter the size, is very much appreciated and helps keep this podcast coming to you every week. All righty. Grab a Mai Tai. And join us from Arizona Tiki Oasis at the Hotel Valley Ho in Scottsdale, Arizona. Aloha. 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 <laughs> I love it. I love it. Happy Oasis. Happy Tiki Oasis, are, Arizona. It's Arizona Tiki Oasis. Arizona Tiki Oasis. I'm sorry. I know you had, I'm supposed to say Arizona first, so thank you for correcting me. Man, you know, it feels so good to be amongst our friends again, doesn't it? It feels this is awesome. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. Can't put it into words. How just the music, the vibe, the environment, the people. The music, the vibe, the response that this event is getting, you know, it's it was right on the cusp of when things are starting to change. Very true. Vaccinations are happening, things are starting to reopen, normalcy is slowly returning. And it's been so long since I've seen people that I almost forgot it was what was it was like to hang out, right? right, right. Makes us feel human again, man. Makes you feel human again. Ross and I were joking this morning. 
or maybe yesterday morning about how we forgot how to pack for a trip. <laughs> I don't have that problem. This is true. I, so for the listener, I know you're going to do an intro, but should we, so they can connect the voices, should we maybe? Sure, yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Do you want me to introduce yourself? Do you want to do it for yourself? I would love to hear you introduce yeah, me. Yeah, for sure. Okay, man. so uh, let me start with Fabio, the one and only Fabio. Yes, if you're thinking of the young, handsome man sitting across from me, that's the Fabio Thanks, that brother. I'm speaking to. <laughs> so My friend Fabio. Fabio, the flyer. F- flyer Fabio? Flyer Fa- Fabio? Fabio Flyer. Fabio Flyer. And I haven't seen Fabio in also over a year which is ironic because he lives only about 10 minutes from where I live. And of course, the one and only Mr. Tiki AZ, the Tiki Boss. That's what I wanted. <laughs> yeah, that's what you wanted, Aloha. right? Aloha, cheers everybody. Tiki Boss. Well, it's like I, I was, when we were starting, before we were just setting up um, voices, I, I have actually heard people say that our voices are similar and sometimes they don't oh, know really? who, who's the one that's actually speaking. Oh, I did. I, I haven't heard that before. I think just a couple times to just, you know, get the voices in check so we know who's talking. Well, now, now, now it's, people will know. This is the so. awesome radio voice you got, man. You no, know? I have no People one. tell me I have a pilot voice, but you have that radio voice, right? <laughs> so you speak pilot voice. I'm curious about that. How come every time I'm on a plane, the captain talks like a strip club DJ? Because you, it makes you look cool, dude. I, do you really change the way you talk, though, when you get on a... Yeah, I don't. This is your captain. Says I do. However, really? Really? You know, however, I make my announcements as I normally would talk. So but Karen thinks I change my voice. I, if, if I do, it's subconscious, man. It's okay, so can you do a sample for us? Can you tell me that we're on the left side of the plane? You're flying over the Grand Canyon. So, yeah, something like that. Like, you know, I mean, I'll be like, and folks from Flight Tech, Captain speaking. It does it, change. It, it changed. It, it changed. Dropped, <laughs> it dropped a couple, couple octaves for sure. Okay, do it again. Do it again. Nah, I can't do that again. Dude. One time only. Tell me that we're. Tell me that we're approaching. That was professional, though. That was that totally, was legit. totally. Like, yeah, I was like, shit. All of a sudden, I have more respect for Bobby. Tell, tell me, tell me, like, where, where we're going to be flying over the elevation, all that stuff, like, uh, weather looks calm and clear. So, yeah, so uh, usually we'll say something like, you know, we have just reached the cruise altitude, thirty-seven thousand feet we're going to go ahead and turn seatbelt sign off at this time feel free to move around the cabin however if you do move around the cabin we ask that you please keep your seatbelt securely fastened just in case we encounter unexpected turbulence <laughs> it changed <laughs> you realize that what we hear is <laughs> oh, you mean you mean like Shag talking yesterday? <laughs> and we're like, I hope none of that was important because if it is, we're all going to die. We had no right. idea what Shag was saying yesterday, man. Oh man, that's hilarious. Well, I love it. I love it. We are here at Tiki Oasis, the first one in almost two years. Uh, yeah. Which is a crazy thought, right? For Arizona, uh, it is two years. Yeah, for Arizona, it's two years. What have you guys done so far, and what have you enjoyed the most? To me, mostly has been just the camaraderie, just uh, you know people that you don't see in so long, and all of a sudden you see them back, and it's like you, you know you, you never stop seeing them, and it kind of brings up the whole friendship and what the tiki culture is all about, right? Which is just having fun, being with friends, having a couple cocktails, and. Uh, Forget. Try to forget about all the bullshit. You can say bullshit. This past year, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna say nonsense to, you know, to, to be polite here on the radio. You're not speaking to a plane full of people. No, I agree. Yeah, it's just 
I, I haven't been around this many people for over a year at one time and been in a group this large. So just um, that experience, seeing people that I haven't seen in a long time, catching up, saying hello. It's, it's almost like remembering who you are, at least for me anyways. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, this is what well, I Well, it totally is do. because this is, what I used to, this, was my this life. is part of our personality. Right. This it, is it, it part is. of our identity. This is part of our routine. Right. So when it's taken away from us, we, we, we lose part of who we yeah, are. Yeah, a part. It's like you're still you. It's not like you're un, un sure. identifiable. But, sure. yeah, there's a part of you that, that is removed, and, and, you get, and you're getting it back. Yeah, and it and that that is a feeling that's indescribable. It's, it's like, oh yeah, this is this is who I am. This is what I do. Like it's it's, it's exciting. So what I was hoping you were going to say, Ross, yeah, of what you enjoyed the, about this weekend or so far. Uh-huh. Well, I got more, but go ahead. Oh, okay. I'll let you go then. I'll let you go, because I'm going to tell you what what mine is after. I I think you're leading me into feeding ostriches. Feeding ostriches. <laughs> feeding ostriches. I said that day it was going to be the highlight of our day. You did. So it. far, it's been the highlight of my weekend. I, I, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not going to agree or disagree, but it's up there. It's in contention. It was, and I, I t- for the listener, I did not want to do it, and um, I didn't. T- I didn't try to not do it. I, I agreed to uh, go along with it because I love Adrian, and you know, if he's in, I'm in. But uh, once we got there and started, and it wasn't just ostriches, by the way. Um, I fed. I fed a. Uh, uh, what was that? A, a goat glory hole? A goat glory hole. If you don't know what a goat glory hole is, it's exactly what you think it is. It is um, <laughs> a wall. Is it? it really is? With holes. You don't know where my mind goes, do you? And a bunch of heads sticking out. We are going to put... to be fed. We're going to put a YouTube video yeah, we'll link. Pictures. Did, it, pictures. did it suck your fingers, though? It'll suck uh, it'll, Yeah, it will. It will. We're gonna, we got to take it. Yeah. It might not happen this weekend. But we're gonna do it sometime. It was uncomfortable. It felt a little. Uh, it felt. It didn't. Um, you, you're not used to things sucking your fingers. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a suck. It's more of a of a lick, and it's like a bunch of little licks all at one time. It's it's not it's not. So as, uh, for for our listeners out there, I'm gonna put a link to the YouTube video in the description below, so you can click on that and you can see exactly what Ross is talking about. It was a goat glory hole <laughs> and there was a sheep glory hole too right well, was it was it sheep? sheep or goat uh, there was only one glory hole no there was two <laughs> there was the one uh, at the beginning and then there was one towards the ends uh, the end across from the rabbits Wait, right, but those I, were coming out of a fence. Like it wasn't a legitimate. Oh, wall. okay. Wait, wait, yeah. wait, wait. Like, like the goats, all, all you heard, don't see their bodies. You just see heads coming. All out I of heard the right now was there multiple glory holes coming out of a fence. Explain that <laughs> right, to right, me. Right, right. Well, there was two. So there was the glory hole, which I call it, was just a wall with cutouts, and there was heads, hungry heads that were willing to lick anything that you put in front of it. The other one that he's talking about was a fence, so you could see at least see bodies. It wasn't just a head. I, I forgot. Head, yeah, you know, you're totally out. right. You're totally right. The yeah. head still came out, but um, it was a little less creepy than, than the whole thing that they they call it the hole of the wall gang. Oh my yeah. god, dude! Look at that. Yeah, the hole of the wall. Uh, yeah, there you go. See, that's not sucking. Oh that's my god, dude! Yeah. Sorry, the listener can't see the, but so, they will. You'll post it. We're gonna post a link to this. I'm it's showing disturbing. them a video on my my yeah, iPhone for, for right the now. The listeners, you gotta go check out this video because this is some pretty amazing <laughs> footage. And I think we need to put pretty a disturbing footage, right? Um, a warning. <laughs> so, so uh, I'm gonna show one more video before we, we move on. And this is our friend Tiki Pop oh, Scott Taylor. Oh, nice. 
the goat going I, in I with the, the lips. Goat just kind of Scott got into it. Gave a nice little face kiss to Scott. Go, going, going, in, going in with the lips. <laughs> going I'm just in with the lips. Say it didn't seem like it was Scott's first time. Yeah. I don't yeah. know what he does in his off time. I know I don't think they have this shit over in uh, Hawaii. But well, you know those those guys out there in Maui, man. They're you know they're spilling a little he's, bit of violent fever. He's in one. He's violent one of the fever, bro. You know. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden he sees a goat licking. You know, and <laughs> so he, he knew excited. what to do. He didn't need any instruction. <laughs> right. He's like, let me show you guys. <laughs> so now that we are returning back into a little bit of normalcy, I'd be remiss if we didn't talk about the last year of our lives and how COVID has affected us. I'm curious uh, uh, for you guys, what is the one thing that you learned most? Let's, 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 let's expand it to what have you learned most from the COVID experience and the quarantining and all that? Um, Maybe just in general or even about yourself? I've learned that although I I've always thought that I don't like people very much, that I hate people even more than I thought that. But then at the same time, I missed people, but I missed the energy of people. I didn't necessarily miss, I missed having just people around me, like like what we're having right now. I'm not talking to everybody around us, but just hearing voices and just that energy of constant movement, uh, something that I, I really missed, you know, and um, I've been working now from home for a while, and so there's days where I spend my work week on my on my work day on my kitchen island and I move to the couch and I go to sleep yeah. and I repeat the process. But there was days where I would go into work and avoid people. But at least the energy of people was around, you know, and I, there were people to talk to if I wanted to. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I, just, I, I still don't know what I learned, but more just a little bit more self-discovery about the way that I just feel about people and the energy of people and how I feel about people Oh, that's something me. that you learned. Yeah. yeah. But then, again, you go on, uh, I, I mean... What you do see of people when you're at home is a lot of what you see on social media, and that's the hate part. It's it's, it's literally like there are times where I'm I'm reading posts or videos or watching things that are just making me go. And it's such a weird time, you know. We went through an election, and yeah. um, you know, a lot I had a lot of personal things happen during this time. So it, you know, it's just just I think just my view of people in general is. Um, more realized, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for me, I've, I've, I think I've gained a deeper appreciation for family and my inner circle, yeah. you know, and those that are close to me uh, without getting too political and, you know, highlighting the differences and stuff. I mean, we lived in a pretty divided society now, and, uh, but I, those that are really true close friends, uh, those divisions don't apply. Um, and I think that was where I could learn who my real friends were and who they were sure, yeah. uh, and what their really important things to them were in life, you know. So to those whom, like, you know, there's no barriers politically, you know, in sickness or in health and all that stuff, you know. So, like, just being able to spend more time with my wife and my best friend and, you know, and then just really those who are really closest to me uh, that was the best part that I took out of this yeah so yeah. any life lessons you learned for yourself um, I think life lessons is kind of like what I've always told people you know like it, I, you know me 
um, you know, and it's like life is too short, man, and we just yeah. got to live, you know. Uh, we can't be in fear, you know. I mean, people ask me, like, aren't you afraid of flying airplanes? And uh, I'm like, no, it's what I love to do, man. So the supply is here, you know. Am yeah. I afraid to live? No, it's, it's, it's life, you know. It's like things come, things go, pandemics come, pandemics go, you know. And it's like we, we take precautions, we, we believe in the system, and we do what we need to do. But the bottom line is, you know, we're still human beings at the end of the day. And if you're a decent human being, then you're going to love and appreciate people. And you're not going to, you know, be catty and fight for things that don't matter. And you're going to focus on what matters the most, which is be nice to each other, be good people, um, do good things, and good things come to you. Yeah, yeah. I think for me, um, just I would answer that question by saying appreciate everything that you have, all the little gifts. Just and they might not seem like gifts in the in the moment, but when everything is taken, just conversation is taken away from you. When you know, just going out to have a meal is taken away from you. Seeing a, a movie in the theater is taken. Just the little things that we just don't right. really think of right. as being glamorous or luxurious. But then all of a sudden you're like, I would. I would kill to just do one of those normal things. Right, right. It, it, for me, or just have a friend over, or just, it, it really taught me to appreciate all those little things that we have on a regular, like what we're doing right now, tomorrow could be gone. Sure. And we don't think about that because it's not likely, but clearly things happen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I, I tend to agree with you on that because I think that the thing that I've learned is that life can change in an instant yep just like you know just the week before we went into pandemic we were traveling we were doing exactly the things that we normally did in our lives and then a week later boom yeah we're stuck at home for a year where were you i was in cabo yeah you in cabo yeah. and i was in hawaii just yeah uh, yeah a week later yeah yeah, yeah. it's crazy and then all of a sudden we're at home yeah locked down hard right <laughs> catching up on shows i never i finally got to see the wire i've always wanted to do that <laughs> made that happen Dude, I was I was literally driving to work to go on a trip, man. And really? I, and I got the flight canceled, and they said don't go to the airport. Wow. And I turned around and came home. Do you remember what day that was? Do you remember the date? Like the actual it was date? March fourth. Oh, that early? Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow, because I was in Hawaii until the 18th yeah. of March. So I, wow, that's great. Yeah. So so it was okay, March fourth, and I was driving to work, and um. I got this phone call from Chris Cagley, and they're like, "Hey, you got to turn around and go home. We're canceling the flight." And and then from that point on, it was just cancel, 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 cancel. And uh, talking about cancel, what do you guys think about this cancel culture thing? <laughs> oh, really? You, you want to like? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <to> Oasis. <laughs> well, I, I do have a rule for no politics and no religion, so we're gonna skip that. <laughs> But thanks for asking. <laughs> but I think Adrian wants to keep listening. So. But thanks for asking. <laughs> but um, I think you know. Let's let, yeah. Let, let's talk a little bit more about the event. I think that's where you started. Like you know where, how we're feeling about what's going on and um, what our experiences are here. And uh, it's um, this is an amazing venue. Would you not agree? Like. If you have this venue is incredible. Yeah. It's not just the style, but it's also how it's laid out, the rooms, like everything about it. 
Yeah. For it, those, it, it's so perfect for Tiki Oasis. I couldn't agree more. I mean, that was. This is the second Tiki Oasis here in Arizona, and one thing that I recall from the first one that's still been the same in the second one, because obviously there are differences due to COVID and you know uh, everything else that we have going on, is the venue itself just provides the greatest atmosphere for what we all love and the people that are listening to this podcast I'm sure enjoy. It's, it's just being in this environment, waking up in this environment, going to sleep in this environment, just being part of it. You know, it, it, I know some people like to go to events and stay off site, try to save a, a few bucks here or there, which you know, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. But I, I can't say enough about how incredible staying here and being here and just being engulfed in all of this and what it has to provide and what that means to the experience because I think most of us part of what we love about Tiki is the escapism right and so if you're if you're getting you know if, if you're getting in your car at the end of the night and you're leaving and you're coming home it, it kind of it breaks into that escapism yeah so, I, I think it goes beyond just the Tiki you know because the, the cool thing about the Valley Ho is just uh, the whole mid-century vibe you right. know and uh, I think you know that the, the the tiki Polynesian theme thing goes so hand in hand with mid-century, yeah. you know. And this hotel is just like such an amazing venue, um, and just a great vessel all together for this event. So 100%. I think it's pretty pretty awesome. It lends itself so well and, to this, and I hope we get to do a lot a lot more. Yeah, I think for the people that haven't been here, you know, even when it's not Tiki Oasis, it's just. Uh, such a cool place to come and just chill hang out and observe that you know it's almost like being submerged back in the 50s and 60s yeah. you know and just really kind of chilling out in a super cool environment without a doubt and the hospitality of all the people that work here the music the vibe they understand what what that we're trying to accomplish here and um and they and they make it happen yeah and so you know while we're talking about the event in, in and of itself thank you to Otto and Baby Doe for I, I you know I know yes thank you so much Otto and Baby Doe for, for accommodating. Sure. Yeah. We didn't know that this w whether or not this was going to happen or if it was going to happen or when it was going to happen or what it was going to look like and I think there was a point where a decision had to be made and to move forward with a altered version to be safe and and they've taken all the precautions to make sure that we are safe but still have something resembling whatever the new normal will be and and so far it's been incredible we've had a fantastic time Dude, and haven't been fortunate enough to have been a part of you know with uh tiki oasis since year two um and here we are decades later man decades uh, it, it's uh, it's pretty decades. amazing how much is it's grown and what it's turned into and like you know just uh uh and there's no pandemic or COVID or, you know, anything that's going to stop this from growing and uh, really kind of, because it goes back to what we said earlier, you know, just the camaraderie and the friendships that we have created over the years is just something that's not going to break. Yeah, yeah. So I want to say a couple things. First of all, I do also want to say thank you to Otto and Baby Doe. And a lot of that is they are helping us achieve normalcy again by putting this event on. But a lot of the thanks also is, you know, for all of us that are enjoying this, we take for granted the risk that they took right. to go forward with this event. The, the financial risk, the risk on their reputation, and all of these other things that are tied to having this happen at the time that it happened. So, so I want to thank Otto and Baby Doe tremendously for sure putting this on. Decision. Yeah, yeah, and so um, we appreciate that. Uh, now... That helps me transition to into something else that I've been wanting to talk about. You know, Ross and I have this thing that we've been exploring, for lack of a better term, lately. And it is the butterfly effect. 
And I think it's a little poignant to speak about that now because of a certain string of events that have happened to more than one person this weekend, and it's all related to the butterfly effect. So are you familiar with the butterfly effect? Absolutely. Okay, so for our listeners that are not familiar with the butterfly effect, what it is is it's the concept of a, a man traveling back in time, stepping on a butterfly, and then when he returns to the future, his whole world is different. Basically saying that any minute change in your life will take you down a, a, a completely different path. And, man, where do we start? Also, for if you don't know the butterfly effect, they talk about this in Back to the Future, but they don't call it the butterfly effect. Right. I right. what they call it, but it was like... Uh, split, it's the split off disruption of the time continuum, the space <laughs> yeah. time continuum. Well, on, a, on an easier level, you know, you know. So for the layman's term, you can think of like a drop, you know, like a, a just you got the still lake and you drop a little rock in there. Yeah. And or, or even like just the, a raindrop and it's the ripple. Yeah, the ripple effect that you have yeah. in that thing yeah. and, and how far that ripple goes and what it does when it gets bigger and bigger and bigger, you know, and, and the changes that create down the road. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so uh, let's start by let's let's start by talking about our drive to <laughs> feed the ostriches. <laughs> we drove to Tucson to see the Contiki. We stopped to uh, feed the ostriches and, and, and do the, the goat farm and all that kind of stuff. I thought it was kind of funny to make my drinking friends go feed animals with me. Partway down, one of our passengers, Scott Taylor, a friend from Maui, Tiki Pop. Tiki Pop. At Tiki Pop. Follow him on Instagram. At Tiki Pop. He makes some awesome, awesome, awesome artwork. Tiki mugs and pendants and all that kind of stuff. One of my favorite people, too, by the way. Really stand-up, stellar guy. Great dude. <laughs> We're passing this, what was it, like a service truck or something that had uh, like a, uh, a Jeep on, on right, the back? something like that, yeah. And he said to himself... <laughs> Wow, that looks like the the <laughs> rental car that I rented, and he was supposed to rent. Uh, we were supposed to return that before we went to Tucson, and we were halfway to Tucson, and it needed to be returned within like the next hour or so. Oh my god! And he's like, "Oh damn it! <laughs> I was supposed to return that." And the I, the plan was that we would drop it off, and then we'd go to Tucson from the rental car place, but we didn't, and so he ended up having to pay an extra day and he was really bummed about it It was an extra 160 bucks and we're like oh oh and he just he's like you know what i'm just gonna have to eat it he kept trying to extend the the uh, the day rate so that he could return it when we got back that night but he couldn't get a hold of them and so he ended up just having to eat it and i know some people might be going 160 dollars for one day that sounds like bullshit no it literally was 160 dollars for one hey, and you know what? Day. Quick diversion from this story. Right now, there are no rental cars in Hawaii because when the rental car companies closed down for COVID, they found that it was cheaper to freight all of their rental cars from the islands to the mainland and rather than store them at Aloha Stadium. And so, as a result, there are no rental cars there right now because they have to freight them all back. And people were paying, or are paying, $8,000 for three days for renting a car in Hawaii. Wow. Isn't that crazy? And so people have gotten creative. Tourists are renting from U-Haul or or from Lowe's and they're renting moving vehicles instead because it's cheaper. Wow. So crazy, crazy. Right? So I'm not going to get into that too much detail, but there's more to that story, which I also find interesting. But back being back on track with the butterfly effect, 
if Scott did not forget to return that rental, I would not have had to pick him up the next day from the Hertz rent-a-car. Let's be accurate. You didn't have to. You volunteered to. Uh, because I wanted to be a friend. you're a good dude. Oh, no, thank you. Because I wanted to be a friend. They, they, they were going to take an Uber, and I said, no, 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 don't take an Uber. I'll pick you up. It's like three miles down the road. I'll come pick you up. They said, okay, okay, we'll be here. So I went to the Hertz rental car the next day, and while I was in the parking lot, one of the Hertz employees, they have these runners that bring the cars in and out, zipping around the parking lot, one of them hit me, hit my truck. So butterfly effect. If Scott had returned his car yeah. that day before, that would not have happened. That's the first thing I said to him. Yeah. When I saw him, you weren't even with me. I said, if you would have only fucking took your car back. Right. <laughs> did, did you tell him that? All the time, yeah. <laughs> the, as, uh, right, the, I saw him later. You weren't with me, and I was like. There's this other really cool, sh cool show, man. It's called Six Degrees of Separation. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen. Yeah. But it's something similar to that, right? It's like the things that happen, you know, when it's like just every, six degrees of separation, right? So there's like six, five, six things that happen that could prevent somebody from living or dying or like, you know, yeah. uh, being rich or being poor. And it's just like, and oh, it's kind of yeah, fits yeah. right in into what we're talking. Th that's the whole you point. Know? And sometimes, you, you know, you, you know, you're leaving the house and you can't find your keys, you know, and those extra 10 seconds it takes you to find your keys, you know, you could have, you know, not been in an accident or, or right. have been in an accident, you know, because, and you don't know because yeah. there's just all this parallel universes yeah, that yeah. are kind of going on at the same time, you know? I'm yeah. very impatient, so anytime I get impatient, that's literally how I calm myself down, is that this is the way things are supposed to work out because had I not been stalled, something horrible might have happened. There and, you go. and, 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 and yes, no one wants to get into an accident, then that sucks. Yeah. yeah. But this is what I was, because I was busting uh, Scott's balls at the time, and we laughed about it, obviously, it wasn't serious. But I did say, and I think we've talked about it too, is that's what was, I, you know, let's just say you, he does return his car on time, you don't drive him, you don't get in this accident, you're here. I don't know, a tiki falls on you, something crazy. Something like, else could happen. You know, or you, you meet, yes, you just get into this, like, so that thing, although it might have seemed inconvenient, it might have kept you from being involved in something way worse. It, yep. we don't, or something way better. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you were going to meet somebody who would end up being your best friend. Who knows? That too. We, but all you know is that the minute Scott forgot to take his car, yeah. that changed, changed my world. your life, my life, changed my all world. of our lives. And we're talking about it now. And if we weren't here talking about it now, Maybe we're doing something else. So the whole thing is just—it's just—it's the—it's a ripple effect. Do you, do you want to hear something that's even I more? I swear I'm not high. <laughs> yeah, right, right, and, and we're not drunk either. Well, or maybe you are. Uh, I'm, I, I'm drinking. <laughs> I wouldn't say that I'm drunk. Well, drinking. There's nothing else but alcohol involved. So right you want to hear something even more mind-blowing than that? And edibles. And it's all related to the butterfly effect. Right. Let's talk about Don the Beachcomber. Okay. Don the Beachcomber. If Ernest Raymond Beaumont Gant did not open his restaurant, we would not know each other. None of us. Because this is a, a result of that pathway. 100%. Right? He opened that. Everybody followed him. Then there's this whole mid-century tiki thing exploded. And then the whole resurgence. And then this whole scene. We would not be sitting here today if something that happened did not actually happen in 1933. If that didn't happen in 1933, we would not be sitting here today in 2021.
Yeah. How mind blowing is that? Everyone here. Yeah. And all our friends. And that we'd be somewhere else. We'd be doing something else. With other people. And again, maybe we, uh, who it's just, yeah. we wouldn't have been at the ostrich farm the other day. All day, no, we wouldn't. If 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 that didn't happen in 1933, wouldn't we would not have been at the ostrich farm? That, that kind of stuff blows me away because what that means too is that there are things that are happening today that will affect what happens a hundred years from now. 100%. A hundred years, right? Absolutely. And it could be as simple as someone, you know, like he opened a restaurant, a bar restaurant, little cafe. You know, nothing, nothing profound. Like he didn't like, you know, end slavery or, or, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. he, he opened a restaurant. Right. And that affected my life. Yeah. All of our lives. That's why we're here. Yeah. I mean, let's, let's set up. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, that's, that's, I was just agreeing. I just want to set up the scene visually for where we're at right now, because again, this is a podcast, but. You know, so we're sitting in the Tiki AZ booth that we're sharing with the inside the Desert Oasis room, and uh, the weather is fantastic. It's beautiful, sunny, a little bit of a breeze. A little bit of a breeze. Great crowd, great music, cocktails. Um, you can probably hear it in the background. It's uh, it's just, it feels nice, right? Yeah, it's Absolutely. great. Absolutely. It's great. Yeah. yeah, I love it. And here he is, the one and only Scott Taylor. <laughs> Come here, have a seat. Here. All right, so we're going to welcome our friend Scott Taylor at Tiki Pop to the podcast. You can follow Aloha. him on Instagram at Tiki Pop. He makes some <laughs> of the best art in the scene today. Tiki mugs, pendants, you name it. It's like some great t-shirts, new pins. And he's one of my favorite people in the world. Aloha, Scott. Thanks, Adrian. You're too kind, liar. <laughs> well, I can just say that I just, just met didn't. Scott yesterday, and he's already one of my favorite people in the entire Right, uh, right, stellar man. This guy awesome, is like, man. We've had a like, killer time like the last two days. He's 100% yeah. Aloha spirit. For sure. And well, you guys started me off right. We went to the Contiki, but before we did that, <laughs> the damn ostrich farm. And even though we didn't I love get to it. ride him. He brought up the ostrich farm without the prompting. <laughs> right. we lo- I love it. Pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> so would you say that... Let me ask you, what was your what, what's your highlight of the weekend so far? Feeding the damn monsters. I know it, <laughs> I mean, that beats selling all my damn mugs out too. Thick. So are you done? You Did you sell out really? I have one more. I have four more. Oh, very nice. So, yeah, but it it, they're all the good ones are gone. Though, right? on so I didn't. Yeah. I was setting up this morning, and I wanted to run over there and pick through your stash and have you put one to the it side for me. It was pretty crazy. I got a lot of the Tiki Rob runoff. Oh, well, that's okay. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? And I told you this before. No, every time you guys, when the three of you guys set up at TK yeah. Oasis, it's always like that. Yeah, it was pretty Every killer, time you man. guys do that. Pretty yeah. awesome. I'm just stoked. People, yeah. you know, dig the mugs. So uh, uh, let me ask you, what's what's left of your stash? Is it any? Is it anything that I might find interesting? Uh, maybe you might. You should come on over. Maybe I'll make you a deal on something. Okay. All right. We'll <laughs> check that out. Dealing at one at one forty-five on Saturday. He really sells like used. I'm always till four o'clock tomorrow. Right? He sells used cars too, folks. <laughs> yeah, the Hawaiian booth, as we call it now, is definitely plus Rodney, <laughs> like as definitely where all the crowd was this morning yeah uh, crazy yeah. lines lining up crazy. for rob Scott, i posted a video Jason, and uh, i posted a video on Carol instagram and rodney cool, cool. yeah I, I didn't tag you guys because i didn't have time to like go through and fish their names you know i tried to just post a video real fast right, right. so but uh, it's on my instagram you can check that out um we were talking earlier about the butterfly 
I don't know. Did you leave it over <laughs> at Big Toast? That's yours. No, that's oh, it's not yours? <laughs> Did you have one? I might have left it over at Toast. Oh, yeah, you probably Do you want to go oh, get it? all right. No, no, I'm good. I can have it. So, yeah, yell, <laughs> yell through the mesh. Someone, someone picked it up and is drinking it. <laughs> Tom, get over here. <laughs> can you hear us? <laughs> there he is. Oh, there you got it. Hey, there's Tom. Here's our friend Big Toe. Say hi to, say hi to our listeners. Hi, Big Toe. <laughs> do, do you, Are you sick of that joke? <laughs> Not yet. Say it again. Hey everybody, you, welcome to Tiki Oasis, Arizona. Are you mixing? I'm having a Mai Tai Where did right that now. come from? Where did that come from? Uh, I don't remember his name. Some gentleman made it for me. Oh, okay. All right. And, uh, How do you know he's a gentleman? Uh, Smith and Cross. And, uh, Is he taking to-go orders? Yeah. Yeah. Can yeah? you maybe get I a couple trade, more of those? Doors? I traded him a pen. <laughs> oh. A, a big toe Peg leg party pirate parrot pin. <laughs> I love how he throws in the plug okay, at Big Toe Art. Yeah, the plug with alliteration. <laughs> <laughs> Two drinks. So, there's that. I love it. I love it. Oh, man, I, this is my first time at, at Tiki Oasis, Arizona, and I'm absolutely loving this event. It's great to see the, the Bratas from Hawaii. Right. It's, it's, it's just such a pleasure to Doesn't see it always guys. It they always just, changes when, when the Hawaiians come out, right? Yeah, these guys, the energy is better. These guys, these we guys were come out. Like, yeah, yeah, it's always different. When they're not here, it's a real thing. Except for Scott. <laughs> the other guys are super cool. <laughs> you know what? Look, a guy hit my truck because of Scott. Yeah. <laughs> the butterfly effect. But that might have kept you from dying today, yeah, exactly. for all we know. Right. Yeah. We talked about the butterfly effect because he forgot to return his rental car the day before. Oh. So the day that he did return it, that's when my car got hit. Oh, by the way, you know what? This is this is this is fun, but I got customers. So okay, I, go. I gotta, by the way, did Scott leave his drink? Love, love you guys. <laughs> go get that. Go get that paper. All right, I'm back. All right, all right. So so, uh, what's life like in the islands right now? How is the tourism and all that? It's coming it, back, it's man. Coming it actually back. came back super strong in uh, last month. Yeah. Uh, spring break hit. Probably more people than there ever was since I've been open in our booth there for 20 yeah. years. Yeah. So, yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, people are still wearing masks and distancing and stuff, but the beaches are just packed. Hotels are packed. You know, airfare was, like, so cheap, so everybody's like, shit, let's get the hell out of here. Do you so, think Do you think the worst is behind us, or do you think that there's going to be some kind of boomerang effect with people coming into the islands like I'm that? I'm trying to think positive, so I'm thinking, no, I think we're going to get over it. I just think it's going to be maybe a little bit longer than everybody's thinking yeah. to get back to normal. Yeah. So, Whatever you know, but I'm hoping, like, by the end of summer or, you know, yeah, yeah. Winter, but uh, who knows? Yeah. Business-wise, so did you see things just drop off and then just pick back up rapidly? Oh yeah. Well, we were closed for we were closed from March 19th all the way to December 1st. Okay. Completely closed down, and then when we came back, we opened up, but we were doing like I mean, we'd be lucky to do 50 to 100 dollars a day wow. in sales, which you know, we're still paying rent for right. all those months that we were closed. So it's like okay, well we got to try and make oh. this work. Yeah. So when the spring break hit, we got a lot more people. Um, it was good. So it yeah. just went from like... Our marketplace day. usually has about 45 vendors in there, all filled up booths that they rent out on a lease. But with the pandemic, it knocked out about 70% of them. Holy so moly. I was sitting in the front of our market with wow. just four other shops. So that whole back section, it was just all dark? Yeah, completely closed off. Wow. I mean, there was actually a couple people in the very, very back. But uh, yeah, man. So it's kind of like we'd get a lot of people and they had nowhere else to go. And so they kind of stick around our booth a little bit more. But the vibe wasn't there. It was kind of like they wouldn't stick around because everything's closed up. Yeah. So is it basically you're being able to do this and 
yeah. kids community that kept you going. Well, this and that? I got a couple loans from the government. So <laughs> yeah, that helps. Yeah, yeah. You know, Small and, business uh, loan. Yeah, this is definitely. Thankfully, today I had a great day at mug selling. So yeah, yeah, you deserve it, man. Good. I'm, 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 dude, I'm super stoked, super yeah. happy for you. Congrats, Thank you, bro. bro. Uh, what's the local sentiment like in the islands right now with tourism returning? Uh, I know, you know I know it's, it's a double-edged sword. Right, especially right now because I mean we were without tourists for almost ten months or whatever. It was. You get used to it. And I mean, you'd, you'd wake, we'd wake up in the morning, go down to the beach. Literally, you'd, you'd have cars all around you. Parking lot would start to get full by ten or eleven. We'd get out there, and there would not be. You'd, you'd be lucky to see a dozen people on the entire big beach, the huge, the, most, big the beach. largest beach on the south side. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, there's everywhere was closed, you know. So so there's nobody in um, Little Beach. Yeah, no. And bah, now, bummer. So everybody came back in a you know crazy. <laughs> it just all happened so quick. So all the locals are like, whoa. Yeah. This is nuts. No yeah. Way. I think you said to me the other day that one day it's completely dead, and then all of a sudden like. A yeah. week later, it's slammed. Yep, slammed. Yep. No rental cars, none of that stuff. We, we talked about that a little bit earlier. And, you know. and, and I think that's a precursor for what's about to happen over the next few months here, right. too, and everywhere. I think I, I'm, I'm being positive like Scott and thinking that as more people get vaccinated and things start to get back, to, we're going to go from no one was coming out at all to everyone is overwhelmed with people wanting to do things entertainment wise restaurants bars right. movie, like anything entertainment and and they're restaffing and it's just going to yeah. be absolutely it went from nothing to everything it seems like is what yeah. is what's going to happen it's going to be i think the next few months are going to so be pretty too. intense i think yeah. i think the this event is going to kick off the event season now yeah. that we we lost last year. This is like a test, I think, almost. I think in it's a, way. a test. Yeah, yeah. To see yeah. how. Yeah. That's good to see everybody here. And, uh, you know, most people are social distancing in a way and uh, wearing a mask. So, you know, that, that's good. By the way, uh, I want to say mahalo, big mahalos to you for your for hosting our party, our room party last night. Oh, yeah. That was good fun. Unofficial. I'm glad I stayed awake for it. <laughs> so for our listeners that don't know what happened, let me give you a quick recap. Scott, our friend Scott, and his roommate, TKJS, Jason Shelfo, just kicked everybody out of the room so that they could <laughs> sleep for in preparation you know, for getting up early today for vending. Yeah. I and, was trying uh, to be good. I knew I wasn't going to do what I did the last time I vended uh, back in Oasis. Actually, that was 2014, and, man, that was that was so hard. It was, it was killer. Pretty you much haven't vended Oasis since, oh, since 2014? 2014. Wow. I was with uh, Rob. We shared it with Rob and uh, Christine, same, same, Benjamin, same. Woody. Okay. And, uh, and so, anyway, that morning, though, literally, I, I had a hard time holding on to things in my hand because I was shaking so bad. Wow. And I'm trying to function to sell mugs and we were just like this pack. Slam. I remember and, like and, uh, it was freaking slam. It was crazy, man. So, um, yeah, so this time I was pretty damn good. <laughs> so, we showed up five minutes after he closed the door to everybody and kicked them all out with what? Three or four, three or four gallons worth of, of, yeah. of cocktails from the, from the cocktail party on the rooftop. And we brought friends with us, and other people showed up, and other people showed up, and 
before we knew it, the hotel security was. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, it's telling us to uh, quiet down. So that was good though. They didn't come back and bug us. So, so thank you for for hosting us and and. Yeah, and <laughs> I gotta get going because I got Jason over there. He's probably stealing all the profits. So I gotta watch out. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us, Scott. Uh, plug your plug your stuff. Where can people want to uh, they want to see your stuff? Yeah, so I'm uh, Tiki Pop on Instagram or. Uh, if you're in Maui, I have a shop called Beach Bums, and we're riding Kihei, and that's Beach Bums Maui on Instagram. So, uh, give them the address if yeah. they're in Maui. Uh, yeah, we're in a, actually Kihei Kalama Village. Oh, Kalama Village. We're right, right in the heart of Kihei, right next to the, the fish market that everybody goes to, um, 1941 South Kihei Road. There you go. All right, party people. Right. Go give our friend at Tiki Papa a follow and tell him that Inside the Desert Oasis Room sent you. Thank you. Aloha, bro. Right, brother. Aloha. 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 Alrighty, folks, guess who just joined us? Our friend from Maui, Mr. Tiki Ra. Aloha. Thanks for stopping by the podcast. Oh, this is cool. It was a zoo, it was a zoo at your booth this morning. I'm completely sold out. Every mug is gone. Every That's single why he's one. Here. He's done working. So every single one. <laughs> I, still have, I still have a few shirts and pendants, but every mug is gone. Tiki Rob is the Michael Jackson of oh Tiki mugs. I don't know. About and, that. and you know, every time he comes to these things, he he's got a swarm of people. And I gotta ask, what is what does it feel like to have oh my gosh. that much? It's humbling. I, mean, I like. I don't understand it honestly. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. You know um, what it is? You make excellent work. Pure, pure and simple. It's handcrafted. It's done with care, and it's authentic. You know what I do? Every mug is a little bit different. Um, I mean, I hand hand add little elements onto them. They're all you know hand carved and cleaned up. So if you looked at all the mugs on my table, there's not two alike. So sure. people come early to get the the one that's like holding a coconut or with an octopus. Right, on right. It or there's one like that, that they saw in a photo you put, and they exactly. say, "I'm gonna come get that." Yeah. Does it like? Do people ever fight for anything? Um, <laughs> we had a, a little bit of a brawl in line at San Diego a couple of years ago. Yeah. About you know, hey, you're take, cutting in line and that kind of thing. <laughs> but uh, it all worked itself out. I wanted to stop by earlier before they opened to the public so that I could pick through what you had right, and right. have you put something to the side for me but I didn't get a chance to <laughs> and guess what folks now they're all gone they're all gone well you can always message me through Instagram and I'll yeah, make you one yeah yeah I love it and part of this stuff too is that what I think is appealing with your work is it's like I said traditional but it's actually like traditional in the sense it's also it's made in Hawaii Right. So it's not made here in the mainland. It's made in Hawaii. You guys have all the materials flown in, which is way more expensive than, you know, just buying it here. Like, you, we can go to ceramic studio here right. or ceramics warehouse. You guys don't have anything like that in Maui. Exactly. I mean, there's no ceramic store even on Oahu anymore. So right. And we so bring you, everything in from the mainland. From the mainland. So right. people, they are shipping slip from the mainland. Buckets, right? Yeah. The giant, oh, yeah. heavy Five gallon buckets. buckets of slip on the pallets come in on the barge. Right, right. right. And and someone asked me earlier, you know, he was new to the scene, and he said, "Hey, can I ask you, like, why all these, why are these mugs so expensive? They're just ceramic." Right. And I said, "Well, just ceramic is is kind of like a um, what was the word that I used? It's a little misleading because it's really not just ceramic." It's a piece of art. Exactly. That's it, what it's, I was going to say. It goes from, it, starting from a sculpt, which is a piece of art in itself, and then it goes into molds, which is a piece of art in itself, mold making. Oh, yeah. And then the glazing. 
right? Right. Finishing right. and all that stuff. They're all little pieces of art, and everyone's unique. So um, it's easy, actually, as an art piece. If you're an art collector, you know, buying a hundred fifty dollar mug is actually cheap. It is. If you try to go to a gallery sure. and buy a piece of art, you know, it's going to be hundreds or thousands of dollars. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, and every every mug in my collection, anyway, has a little story behind it. I, I have a memory of where I got it from, who made it, you know, and uh, they all have a little special place, you know. I love in it. In my heart. Around how many every, mugs do you have in your own personal collection? Oh my around? gosh, around 800. Okay. Now yeah. I want to say I, I, I want to make a comment on on what you just said because you buy mugs for me, and that is such an honor oh. for someone coming from you. So I'm a collector, you know. I was a collector way before I started making yeah, mugs. So. Yeah. I have your I early them. stuff too. Yeah. Those real early ones when you were making only like 20 pieces. I think right, it was like right. 25 pieces uh, of each color, and uh, I have one of each color, so I still have awesome, those. And awesome. I think I have like number five, like these really low numbers of those. Right, so, right. Yeah, I'm super like proud of them. My first couple runs only made like 20 or 25. Yeah, 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 20 or 25. Right. Yeah, they were right. they were really great. I love them. I it love took them. me forever to sell them. Oh, did they yeah. really? Oh, yeah. Do you think that that was because, I don't remember what I paid for those, but do you think that that was because it was still early in the mug collecting scene? I was just new. No one knew who I was. Okay. You know? All right. Um, but it was know, just as much work to put into them, right? Oh, yeah. And how yeah, did that change? Sure. What What blew you up from somebody that took forever to sell 25 mugs to where today people will um, line up hours in advance to get one of your mugs? I think people were buying them, um, you know, some of the more serious collectors back in the day. And uh, they just saw the quality and said, wow, you know, this is unique. It's really well made and it's a good price. And it comes from Hawaii. So I think that has a lot to do with it. There's a lot of new mug makers out there that, uh, you know, are kind of rushing through it. Mm -hmm. And maybe not the highest quality where everyone I do is handmade. And I look at everyone and um, make sure that they're as perfect as I can get them. What so. is what is life on the islands like for you right now? Well, we had a crazy spring break. You're asking about uh, tourists showing up? Yeah. I mean, it's been so quiet. It's been terrible for business, but amazing as an island resident. Okay. We can go to the beach, and there's, like, nobody there. Yeah. You can drive down the highway, and you're the only car on the highway. How do you feel about crazy. that? I know it's a double-edged sword having the tourists. you got to have them. Right. And we went from, like, 5% occupancy in the hotels to 100% you know, a couple of weeks ago when spring break hit. And all of a sudden it was like traffic everywhere. Every single rental car was gone, gone. and rented out. Gone. We had friends that were renting their personal cars through that the website Turo, app, you know? Yeah. Turo, yeah. right, right. Yeah. And uh, just crazy busy. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's lines at every restaurant. You can't get a reservation anywhere. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, it just went from nobody to just crazy nuts yeah. on, on yeah. the island. What do you see the next few months being like? Well, it's already slowed down a little bit because the majority of people's spring breaks are over. So it's kind of thinning out a little bit. But yeah. um, now that the islands are pretty much open, because um, the little COVID thing, we've kind of opened up. You still have to get tested before you come three days before. But um, I think the hotels went from 5% to 100%. I think they're going to go back down to probably 40 or 50% for the next okay. few months. Okay. Yeah. And then slowly probably ramp back up slowly right and then at christmas time it'll get crazy yeah again. it'll get crazy yeah. again i got to get back out there it's been a couple of years the last time i was out there you were kind enough to invite me to our hale and and right. have we had 
uh, what did we have? We had poke, and you made some cocktails. You gave me a tour of your little mug shop, and right. it was really great. And that's the thing about that was good these time. guys. I can't stress enough. I want to say it again. These guys that come out here from the islands, right? Aren't they just... 100% pure aloha. Uh, yeah, abs- uh, absolutely. Love it's, it. It's, I love it. Well, he invited it's describable me. Describable in words, really, just the feeling that you get hanging around these yeah. guys. Tiki it's Rob like, invited me to his house, my family. I show up, he's wearing one of my shirts, <laughs> and we. I walk in the front door, he makes me kick off my shoes. He's like, no, we're doing this island style. Take your, take your, your slippers off. Take my slippers off and put a drink in my hand. And then he had a spread laid out with all these different kind of poke and little, little finger foods and stuff. And uh, I just felt so welcome, you know. It's the it's a 100% pure aloha. Just, you're, you're a legend in my mind. You're the legend. You're the legend. You're the legend. You're the Michael Jackson. When, Remember? Uh, you're the Michael Jackson. <laughs> when, uh, when I first got on Tiki Central, and we had a question, it was you that answered every question. Oh, I was just you, being. Paul, you handled I was just it. being yeah. a know-it-all. Yeah, yeah. I made up a. Uh, and you know, there are listeners out there that are like, "Yup." <laughs> I made up a, a tiki quiz back in the day and it asks you know questions like how many tiki mugs do you have you know are you wearing a tiki shirt right now um have you been to a tiki bar and it asked like 50 questions but the last question was have you met polynesian pop <laughs> oh my god yeah i don't remember that's that great. Yeah. that's great and then depending on how many yes answers or no answers you had i kind of gave you a ranking whether you're a Hardcore tiki freak or That's just a hilarious. newbie, you know? That's hilarious. But, uh, it's funny. I remember somebody on your podcast one day saying that they thought they didn't know Polynesian pop as a term. They just thought it was you. So when they read the book of tiki, every time they were here Polynesian pop, they thought they were they're, they're picturing about you. me. Yeah, I, I heard that. that. That's funny. And I was just like, "That's hilarious." That's funny. Okay, I'm, I'm feeling a little uncomfortable. We're gonna stop talking about me now. Well, <laughs> I actually have a question for Rob really quick. When was the last time that you guys all vended together like this? So you, Carol, um, at the, Scott, Jason, at the last San Diego Tiki Oasis. Okay, so yeah, yeah. so the most we were all together. Uh-huh. Yeah. Most recent one. Yeah. Actually, so, Scott uh, was an official vendor. He snuck some mugs on our booth. Yeah. yeah. Carol and I had a booth, and Scott came with us. We talked him into the last minute. Okay. And so he. Uh, Threw some mugs on our I table. I feel like you need a name, like the Hawaiian. I know, you know, something like that. In uh, the, the tsunami. The whole in Sven's like talk tsunami. last night, yeah, he had, had a slide up that said, uh, a slide that said the uh, Okole Maluna Society." And I got my phone out. I was gonna take a picture of that really quick because I thought that was such Did a cool it? name. Yeah, I didn't get the picture oh, in time, but I remembered it in my it head. It was the Okole Maluna Society. Yeah, and I thought that'd be a good name for like. You know, Scott and Carol and I, we could be our own little club, you know. Yeah, where, I love uh, it. Um, well, we can vent together under this name. Having you guys here and the spirit that you bring and the energy that you bring is, it given the, for me at least, the whole event kind of a different yeah. feel. Yeah. We were talking about it before. Adrian wasn't here last time. I know you couldn't be here the right, first right. one. But there are some people who were here the first time around, some people that weren't and vice versa. A little bit of a different feel. But the energy that... You guys need a name because I want to call it something right, <laughs> right now. Right, right, right. But it's welcome and it's amazing and it feels incredible and just bringing that island feel, that aloha feel, and the love and just it, we have it's, a, it's, it's a thread and a text thread that we all email the three of us back and forth. Um, it's called the Tiki Ohana, is what we named it. So yeah. you yeah. know, like the Tiki family. Yeah, yeah. And, and you feel it. You absolutely yeah. feel yeah, it. I absolutely feel it. And I've I've chatted with Rob online before this weekend, but this is the first time we've ever actually got to meet face to face. And this is well. So look, you got to plan a trip to Maui, 
because you plan a trip to Maui, you get to see Rob, you get right. to see Scott. Two for the price of one. Yeah. <laughs> we live well, in, I mean, yeah. basically five minutes from each other. And oh, that's yeah, one of the totally. only islands I haven't been to, so I can't wait to get out there and uh, hang out with you guys. I was so excited when we flew out there. We went out on the first day. It was the first. I landed that morning, and then we went there that really? afternoon. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't wait. So I want to thank you, Rob, for sitting down. Hey, thanks for having me. And thank you for the friendship and everything else. Sure. If, if we want to have our listeners find where you are online, can we throw out all your social media and website and all that stuff? At Tiki um, Rob? Yeah, I'm just on uh, Instagram is Tiki Rob, at Tiki Rob. Um, Facebook is Facebook.com slash Tiki Mugs. Tiki Mugs. Okay. Um, but I'm more of a Facebook or a Instagram guy. Yeah, yeah. So the stuff you see on Facebook is just copied from Instagram and gotcha. duplicated on Facebook. Gotcha. So you'll see much more on Instagram than you ever do on Facebook. Gotcha. Uh, All right. So for our listeners out there, please show our friend at Tiki Rob the aloha that he shows inside the Desert Oasis room. Give him a follow. Give him a like and tell him that we sent you. Well, thank you so much for having me. Thank it's you. awesome. All righty. Awesome. All Thanks, right, Rob. I'm off to go shop with Big Toe. All right. Cheers. 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 All right. And with our Hawaiian friend walking back into the sunset, I think we're going to call this episode a wrap. I want to start by saying thank you to our friends at TikiAZ, hashtag TikiAZ. And I think... There's an Instagram page, right? We do an Instagram page. It's TikiAZ. Uh, the web the website is TikiAZ.org. And uh, the Facebook page is also TikiAZ. So give us a follow. Give us a like. Um, see what we're doing out here in Arizona with the Tiki Group. I think you'll be pleased with a lot of stuff that we got coming out. It's going to be a, a good rest of 2021 and hopefully into 2022. Yep, yep. I'm looking forward again for normalcy to return. And... I want to say thank you to all of our listeners out there who've hung in with us through this really crazy, challenging year. Thank you for supporting the podcast by picking up some merch, making your donations, and all that kind of stuff. We are now on YouTube as well. You can check us out at youtube.com slash polynesianpop. And please give us a follow at, on our YouTube channel if you want to follow our adventures. We appreciate all the likes and the subscribes. It really helps with the algorithm. And on the podcast, you can follow us also on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at Polynesian Pop. Uh, we're on the web, DesertOasisRoom.com. Until the next episode, cheers and aloha. Aloha. Aloha.